Welcome back to the Dynasty Time Podcast. We are recapping week three. I'm here with our usual folks, Dan. This is where <laughs> that, hello. that was your intro for me? Yes. Thanks. First place in Conference 2 Division 3. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Logan. Logan's here. Hello, friends. Thank you for inviting me back on the show. You sound Logan. really really good. Your mic sounds great. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've fine-tuned it over the uh, the past week to really get optimal sound quality. So uh, these uh, these silky tones come through the, your your ear pods in perfect clarity. You're welcome, everybody. And we have a special guest today. He's fourth in the power rankings, but last in your hearts. He's new to the league. Uh, Derek is here. Five A bastards, welcome. Thanks for having me. Fourth in the power rankings, but first in the real rankings. Three and zero. But it's a fraud, according to the power rankings. No, those aren't real. No, but are they real? Where are they? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, if you go to reports, there is a uh, power rankings. Um, five A bastards, you have the f- it's the fifth most points for, so it's not a total fraud. But three and zero, oh, that's impressive for somebody you just joined. How did you do it? Uh, a lot of hard work, and I don't, you know, it was a team effort, but. We'll take it one week at a time. Go get them next week. Okay, Belichick. One and zero every week. Uh, no, yeah, Kelsey. So that's that's kind of how I'm doing it, I guess. Yeah, that was the first kind of the whoa moment of of the draft when the uh, the new guy shows up and everyone's thinking running back, quarterback. What are we going to do? And right there in the two spot, you grab Kelsey. And I think everyone had that like, huh, sort of thing. What was the uh, what was the thought process? Were you just trying to make a name for yourself out of the gate, or uh, did you did you know something that you uh, that made you knew you were going to go do that going right into the draft? Well, the the tight ends are are more valuable, you know, with the PPR that they get. But it was either him or Dalvin Cook, and I'm a Vikings fan, so I I don't want to put that on Dalvin Cook. Um, Good call. You know, how did Delvin do this weekend? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Hey, we beat yeah. Delvin Cook, so clearly we should be three and zero in first place. Sure. Yes. Yes. Hmm. I... Something about kickers, though. I don't know. <laughs> but I thought he made it, according to the announcement. Paul Allen thinks he made it. He was very excited about it. <laughs> that summarizes us as an organization, I think. Well, Alex, uh, Alex Madison came up big for you guys, so that that helps. Um, Derek, I don't know nobody. What do we have here, Logan? We have four of us now. One, two, nine, twenty-four representing in the league here. We have basically all of nine twenty-four. the The fifth member almost joined, but got screwed by me. Um, <laughs> yeah, he but, was ready. <laughs> He was slow to respond, and then um, Connor's Wait. been waiting for a while. Danny Higgins, so. slow to respond to a text message. Get out of here. <laughs> Wait, you guys had five people in that place? Yeah. I don't well, even remember For that. part of it, because Logan Yeah, uh, I studied abroad, abroad, so I uh, oh. I was only there for a few months. And then when when I came back, Scott moved out, and then I moved into Scott's room, and then we had four. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. 
so yeah, so that's where that's where Derek comes from. Badger fan. Uh, what what do we need to know about Derek for those who don't uh, know you? Uh, not a lot. That's yeah. about it. Badger fan, Vikings fan, um, from Minnesota. Went to college with you, Scott. I know a few of the others in the league. Um, Logan, Paul, Luke, Dan. Um, hope I'm not forgetting anybody. I think, I think that's it. Live in Wisconsin now, so kind of I just kind of keep to myself, you know, about sports because uh, my teams are never good, uh, and the Brewers and the Packers are always good. So, yeah, you live dangerously close to Packers territory, which is not yeah, yeah, cool. Where I mean, where do you close? live? Where it's do you live, in, Derek? I'm in Appleton. Okay, so very close to Green Bay. Yep. Derek moved literally walking distance from like where I grew up. So we just kind of swapped states after college. Just a little, little, little interesting tidbit for you. I'm here and there. Appleton's a great spot, but I mean, Minneapolis is where it's at. When are you moving back, Derek? Come on. Well, I think I'm rooted here. Okay. Yeah. Would you work for one of like the two massive companies there? What do you do? No, I, I'm an engineer. I work for a small company here, and uh, my wife from here. Her family lives just a couple miles down the road, so that comes in handy. And it's nice. I like this place. All right. Sure. And as what the uh, as the as the little ones start to get into uh, a little older now, from a fandom perspective, are you are you able to keep them in purple, or is uh, is the green winning out given where they where they live? Or is it too early to tell still? It's too early to tell, but it's tough. I already can tell that uh, I have a four-year-old and three-year-old, and the, the four-year-old's kind of interested a little bit, but he just likes to cheer for the team that's winning. So he's Smart. Nor- and that mo- I mean, he's already a Packer fan then. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's normally rooting against the Vikings. So uh, He was not surprised at all that they missed the kick uh, in week two. Um, but- yeah. Might be the only Viking fan of my house for. That's okay. I know how you feel. Mostly because I, I'm I've vowed to not make my my kids be Lions fans because that's just why why would you do that? Yeah. Um, I mean, is is Bears fan all that much better though? You know, that's the thing, and I keep telling Whitney, I'm like, yeah, we we gotta get get him some Bears gear because he's gonna be a Bears fan. They're all gonna be Bears fans. I I forgot I had two more kids. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. I mean, technically they're not due until tomorrow, right? So it's that's fine. Right. But yeah, it's it's hard when you live that close. You don't want to make make them root against the home team, right? But if it's the Packers, I think Derek should work harder. And you, you don't want to get, you know, you don't want them to get teased in school or exactly. something. Exactly. That's no yeah. fun. See, the nice thing about out here though is even in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities especially, there's a critical mass of Packer fans here anyway that and I don't know what how to like what percentage it would be, but half of my block is that I live on is Packer fans. Like people in school are Packer fans too. It's not one hundred percent just Vikings all the time. So I think I think my uh my kids will have a chance of not accidentally becoming like converted to, you know. Vikings. I hope. 
I mean, we'll let's see. be fair. Let's be fair. I can admit this as a Vikings who hates the Packers. The Packers' legacy has been a lot longer lasting in the the let's call it alumni or the reach of Packer fans is quite a bit further and stronger in other states than the Vikings would be. So I think that's fair. I mean, shit, my whole family's from Wisconsin. They're all Packer fans. My four-year-old's a freaking Packers fan already, but I think he does it just to piss me off. <laughs> so he, like, he was, he, he's told me like six times this week about the missed kick. I'm like, buddy, that was two weeks ago. We just beat the Seahawks. The Packers can't do See, maybe so, that's the problem. You just have to act like you don't care. Yeah, you're right. You that's know? the story then, of having children. And then they, yeah, just ignore the sports and be like, no, it doesn't matter to me. And then maybe they, they won't make fun of you. I mean, that's what I do anyway with the Lions. But what you have working against you is the, the Rodgers era is ending. So, you know, they might, they might be bad when your kids are – you know, starting to get into sports and then they're not going to want to, they're not going to want to be Packer fans. That's a good I point. Mean, I think the Packers are due a break eventually here. And I think that break is going to be that Jordan Love ends up being actually really good. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we move on they now? What it. else about Derek? He they has two kids, it. four and three, a boy and a girl. Two boys. Two boys. All right. I love it. All, all the boys. That's another interesting thing about 924. Yeah. For the most part, unable to produce a female offspring. <laughs> Except for prime time. <laughs> prime time pulling down the four, but everyone else just keeps pumping out the dudes. Yeah, wow. I it it just hit me right now that you guys all lived. I knew you guys all lived together at different points, but for some reason, it was all in that one place. Okay, greatest wow. house on, on the block. I mean, you were upstairs too, right? I remember the upstairs being yes. obviously very small, but the was a spot yeah, those were good main, rooms the main level was like dare i say disgusting at times dare you say no just say yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean there the bathroom. were yeah there were girlfriends in play at that point so the girls <laughs> would come over struggle at times i go I, to I granger to uh to yeah. go to the bathroom yeah, I, I remember there was like a pizza oven or something. Oh, that was, was that Derek's. The, the 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 pizza oven that I don't think it was ever cleaned or something. Yeah, or I don't know. I'm pretty sure those are, those are just self cleaning. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You don't do anything else. <laughs> it, burn, it burns <laughs> off the the crack. Hey, few years after we left, and as bad as it was when we lived there, it was so much worse a few years later when I think it was uh, Dan Higgins cousin who lived there yes um, it, it, <laughs> oh it, it was it, it, it's it was it was terrible i was not comfortable standing inside of that place <laughs> to, to put it in perspective for people who have no idea what the hell we're talking about though yes it was but it was on dayton street where thousands of people walked to the football stadium every and i mean arguably the premier intersection or one of the few premier intersections you know yeah. college town of madison it was a great spot so the location did you guys do, like, parking did you guys hold like yeah have people park yeah. in your house too yeah stream right there i mean i think we could yeah. we could usually fit what like four or five cars back there or something give or take i think so 
yeah. something like that. Just a few extra extra yeah. bucks along the way. Just yeah, I mean, pay for some beer. I loved it. It was an awesome house to live yeah. in. For college, it was great. Exactly. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't move back. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yes, um, I wouldn't live there today. But uh, <laughs> but a lot of good memories, and it's really great, you know, Derek to to have you join us. I know I joined a couple years ago, and it's been a lot of fun. And and now Derek. Um, some more 924 love in the in the league is pretty great. So a formal welcome to you, good sir. Thank you. Yeah, it, and then, it's been a few years because I, I asked Derek a while ago. So I've been hounding him. So it's it's good to get him in here. So one last question though, I gotta ask: What are you gonna give us the name podcast now? Is you can you can explain you can explain it, you can tease it. What, what's the name? What's fine? I, I just, I like the mystery. So I think we're just going to leave it there. Whoever did the logo thing, though, that is great. It, I couldn't have done it better. It's perfect. He, he didn't have a lot to work with. But on the so. other uh, podcast, Scott, you were uh, poking fun at the logo, but I think it's, it's the best. Just a very generic logo, but it's it's good. I like it. Is is there something we can collectively do as a league or some, you know, something that you can achieve or a moment in time where you'll pull back the curtain and explain it? Or is this a forever mystery that's just going to annoy everyone else? I don't know. We'll see. As long as it's not like your freshman, like that would be just stupid. Oh, no. no. That was my first thought because we were on the show. And the, the longer this this goes the stupider it's going to get so I, I, <laughs> that, that fits these podcasts the longer they yeah. go the stupider they get so this is that's a good a segue start. and uh we should we should actually talk about the fantasy league yeah let's 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 run through this shit real quick here maybe uh, we should just talk about though. the first place people people like the vamping they like the they like the small yes. talk they get sucked into it they don't actually people care about like bobby the F's, vamping the bobby fc versus blue 32 like no one gives a shit but you know <laughs> they, they, they they care they care about this they're engaged so that's what we're here for also congrats to whoever won that game well you were wrong because bobby fc uh played green hell oh okay yeah cool uh and bobby fc lost that's too bad he's lost two in a row and green hell comes out with i believe the high score of the week Maybe, yes, high score of the week for Green Hell. 118, uh, driven by Josh Allen and a little bit of love from our friend Cole Beasley. Good for him, right? No, he started <laughs> Cole Beasley. Yeah. Oh, God, that's enough. That's enough of that. Good stuff, though. Two and one for Green Hell. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah, that's a he- tough loss for uh, Bobby FC. Matt Ryan, though. Like, yeah, Matt what, Ryan killed him. I, I actually was a little optimistic about Matt Ryan this year. I'm not going to lie, but has he been one of the more embarrassing sort of good quarterbacks so far? He's doing what Matt Ryan does, which is he looks pretty good, and it's like, oh, he's going to put up stats today, and then he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he's, he screwed me on the DFS front this weekend. Everything pointed Every dumb statistical model said this is like a shitty defense, but they're shitty, so he's still going to have to pass. 
He'll be running around like everything was going to be that he was going to be good. And and he sucked. So, you know, Bobby, don't worry. It wasn't just you that he screwed over this weekend. So I apologize. Yeah. So just looking at Ford for these teams. Both these teams look really good. Both these teams have went the one quarterback route maybe intentionally maybe unintentionally um i guess maybe not for green hell if they were intending to start to uh every week but i think both these teams look really good on paper you just think about bobby's team with kamara very very strong hopkins and thielen as all top wide receivers i'm not surprised that bobby's team is good again i'm a little surprised they're one and two but and if he can maybe just start Jimmy Garoppolo instead going forward, who knows? Well, we go from the high score of the week to the high score of the league for the season so far. And that's primetime. The guy who said he hated his team uh, puts up 115 and now has a sizable lead in points for. Uh, yeah, goes to two and one, beats a blue 32 team that for the second week in a row, just disappointment. By these players, Nick Chubb doing nothing. My everybody just underperforms. Lamar Jackson with fifteen, and, and that's just got to hurt. I mean, and Lamar Jackson doesn't even have to worry about a play clock. He can take all the time he needs to assess there the defense, and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so I don't know why he was so terrible this week. He has no excuses. I bring that up for no reason whatsoever. I don't know what you're talking about. Did something happen? I'm sorry. I really am sorry. You know I'm what? Drunk. I'm just going to say my piece quick. It's it's less about the Lions losing and more about I've been bitching to Dan about this delay game thing for years. It just because Rogers gets away with it all the time when it's like it clicks right to zero and they give him that split second. I'm like, this is stupid. It's delay game. Call it more than a split. And then this like one was like three second seconds. Or two. Yeah. <laughs> There is so Rogers. I think I think they always. And it's not just Rogers, but Rogers probably milks it more than most. They give the quarterback the benefit of the doubt in terms right. of if there's a if there is a a momentary split, they're gonna let it go. I'm so happy they let it go because that was pretty cool for Tucker and. That's what like, sucks. Awesome. It was amazing. But right, that one was it was like multiple seconds. Oh, that, and I saw it a lot. What was it? What also annoyed me was the announcers were like, oh, he's got to get it off. Three, two, one. And then they didn't say a word <laughs> the rest of the time. Can you challenge that? Are you even able to? Is that a challengeable it. play? I don't think it's so. Not. That's my that's my issue with it. I, I really don't think you can challenge yeah. delay a game. Yeah. Or you guys in the last two minutes, they should they would they would be looking at that. True. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But back to prime time. Yeah team i mean yeah when you look at the team you're like baker mayfield is your one quarterback what no second running back but when you get mike williams fantasy wide in the eighth round changes everything i mean he's been unbelievable there is some mean reversion coming here for prime time now mike williams is not Devontae adams right <laughs> like it's just not it's not going to keep happening for him Debo in week one or two, whatever it was, scored a thousand points. Week two scored a billion points to get him to, you know, there. So, week one, yeah. Prime time is not nearly as bad as he like came on the podcast to complain about being. I I, I still am not convinced that he is 
the uh, a favorite as we go forward. It's it's going to be a good if those guys do hold up pretty good. Cause, I mean, I I I kind of disagree. I think Mike Williams, I think <laughs> and Debo Samuel are both going to be solid. Justin Jefferson finally, I think, had a good game, but I don't think his first two games were very good. So, but the problem for me is the quarterback. We we all, I think, most of us believe that you need. If you're only going to have one quarterback, he's got to be a top 15 guy. And I don't think Baker's that. Well, Baker's, so, definitely. Baker's a top three quarterback yeah, outside uh, the league. Well, maybe no, like real football, but not. It. He's a Baker game manager. Currently quarterback number 23 in points scored in our league. Oof. Whoa. Look at this guy bringing Coming in hot with the facts. There's no, there's no place for that around here. Yeah. Who, who, who the engineer would have facts and numbers in his back pocket. Primetime Paul King is coming down to earth this week, week four. He's going to take Ooh, a big loss. Called it. Wow. I like it. I like it. Uh, let, let's go to our guest, 5A. Uh, goes to 3-0, and as we talked about, with a win over freelancers. You know, 93 points. It's. I mean, we talked about it. These points are definitely lower than they used to be, given that we took away a position. Um I'm not sure. I I still think 100 is kind of your goal, but 93 is not terrible. But freelancers, once again. <laughs> what is terrible is freelancers are running backs. Yeah, what is going on here? He even traded for that Miami running back. <laughs> that worked out. To be fair, Dalvin was hurt. Wait, didn't he just make another trade? Or did I, like, you know, not, like... Spook yeah. Him up and get us excited. Freelancers is so pissed right now. We'll get to 5A in a second. He's so mad. He's just getting rid of his team. Uh, he just traded Mark Andrews to Jutane Clan uh, for Calvin Ridley and Jonu Smith. I don't know. That seems interesting. Except now his tight end is Jonu Smith. I don't so. get it. I don't know. But Lance is a smart guy. He'll figure it out. I think the real is that he traded for Miles Davis last week. So, And then dropped him. Oh, he dropped him? He dropped him yesterday. Oh God. Well, at oh, least he has so. at least he has 13 guys on his roster now. That's he was one of those guys it, with 12 for a the, while. The big dumb Jarek stole Josh Gordon from I mean, me more than anything. <laughs> that's what I'm pissed about. Logan's okay. been holding on to Josh Gordon for five years. He just I, lost him. That so I, I have a question. Bad. I have a question for Derek here. So since he's three and oh. I mean, he's made a good decision so far with Trevor Lawrence. Played him week one where he was okay, 14-ish points, I think. And then the last two weeks, he sucked. Right. Is the plan to, to to play Trevor Lawrence throughout the year or to give him three starts and call it? I, I think he's going to be a developmental player for me <laughs> because he's been awful. He needs and, to develop. Um, I drafted Trevor Lawrence in the fifth round, which I – appears to be a mistake and uh bridgewater i took in the ninth round and that's my quarterback what round <laughs> what what round is the dp again for the following Ten. year is it 10th 10th uh, round 10th round correct yep that's pretty good i have no comments on it i generally had a question so thank you yeah <laughs> i think that looks good yeah travis kelsey what a great what a great pick at number two overall i mean yeah somebody it. i can uh, I think it was a lucky week for me. I got 21 points out of my defense. My receivers were terrible. Uh, one point from Robbie Anderson. So I think he's going to be going to the bench here in the coming weeks. 
Brandon Ayuk is slowly working his way out of the doghouse there, and you'll be fine, yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah, he finally caught a ball. That was nice. It's actually disturbing how good Kelsey is. Like, everybody knows he's their best. I know Tyreek Hill, but Travis Kelsey's their best offensive weapon. Yet, he, every week, he gets, like, ten targets and six, seven catches, and nobody can do anything about it. It just – I know nothing about football, but it blows my fucking mind every week. I mean, I know nothing about football either, but I also know if you you have to, like – drop your safeties all the way to the other end zone so you don't get burned by Trav- like by Tyreek Hill, you suddenly have a lot of room in the field for a giant athletic tight end to catch passes. I mean I, I don't I don't know enough about football to make it feel that simple, but I think it is that simple to some extent, honestly. Yeah, I mean the problem is a linebacker can't guard him, but Right. At some point you 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 bring you you put a corner and a linebacker on him and just say fuck it. Byron Josh Gordon. Pring- Byron yeah, Pringle. Josh Gordon. Do they still have that Pringle guy or like, you know, Hardman, Pringle, Gordon, Nicole Hardman? Yeah. Like I'm watching that Key and Peel skit. <clears throat> anyway. Well, that is that game. So 5A goes to 3 0, one of the few teams to go 3 0 in division play. Um, congrats, you know who- Derek. What? I just said congrats to Derek. Oh, congrats to Derek. Yes. Should we give him a little? Congrats I guess. Yeah, good job. Uh, who you know who sh- who we can't congratulate is the survivor loser t- this week. Birds of prey, forty eight points. And what's too bad is that Jutane Clan's not going to get much credit for this win, but he put up one eighteen. So I just want to personally thank Birds of Prey for uh, allowing me to survive. <laughs> I needed that, so thank you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I did text Birds of Prey because I was like, dude, 48 points? Really? What the hell? Um, he just blamed the fact that he had three players carted off the field. He said that was an issue. And I don't worst, know if that's true or not. Didn't even start the wrong guys. <laughs> his, his bench scored like no points. <laughs> in In Birds of Prey's defense three players getting carted off the field does seem like a reasonable excuse for a poor fantasy week. I just, so I, I feel for him in, in that regard. Um, Including what he just traded for, right? It, yes. Luke getting very, very lucky with, from the, as he put it, the fantasy gods having his back by shipping out James White just in time to uh, have him get hurt and big Ben to just continue to just be bad at football these days. So early feedback on that trade is uh i think uh, luke made up pretty good in that one if if you need to feel good about your running backs take a look at birds of praise running backs that that just made me smile a little bit he paid a lot for elijah mitchell oh man that hurts too paid 200 guy <laughs> yeah hey the good yeah. news is i mean he's he's whatever one and two at this point he's got rogers he's got claypool tyreek hill if he wants to start making some trades i'm sure those guys would bring back whatever that trade we just saw what did we just see andrews for smith and ridley i'm not saying that's a bad trade but i think someone like birds tyreek hill and bring back two legit starters including a running back and not that he wants to do that because going forward but if he wanted to go that route i'm sure he could get a nice little haul at this point 
I do think it's interesting that, you know, that trade, it's not like Jutang Klan is like loaded at wide receiver depth here, though. It's a strong team. You know, you know Brady keeps throwing for 8,000 yards a week. He'll be good no matter what. But it's it's not like he's pivoting to something yeah. overly good. He's only got two wide receivers in the entire roster. So um, it's a bit of a gamble. I think it could pay off, you know, especially as Derek pointed out with his decision to draft tight ends the tight end premium matters but you know great team i think it's a couple injuries or a couple missed weeks puts that puts that team in the in a tough spot i agree i agree andrews i think is the best player in that trade because as we just talked about matt ryan is matt ryan but ridley's still gonna get a boatload of targets moving forward so hey nice work lance Made a good trade. We, we, we actually complimented Lance for something. Wow. All right. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that. We move on to the other conference, Conference 2, Division 3. Probably should be Division 1. Didn't think about that. Uh, we had CR Pies uh, take down league camps. Big win for CR Pies. I, I feel like if they lost this one, that would have been trouble uh, for them in the division. But... A good win. League Camps puts up only 60 points. Um, thanks to just almost everybody disappointing except for Devante. Uh, I, I feel like Craig's team is one. It's very boomer bust. But their quarterback situation is concerning. I, I mean, more concerning is the fact that he literally has no bench. Hey, they scored four points. There's two people in IR and one person is just not allowed to play for very obvious and awkward reasons. There's there's no one to play in case of injury or buy. I have n- no idea what he'll do starting what next week next when week. I start. Yeah. Like he's, he's he literally has no one. It is a concern. I, I do wonder if he just cuts bait with Deshaun. Like he's not playing this. Yeah, year, he, right? he's gonna he's he'll get rid of Deshaun and he'll get rid of Pascal or whatever and. But who's he pick up? Right? Hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a tight end out there that Friar Muth guy or whatever. You know, he'll be on the. Uh, so Connor, <laughs> Connor tried to get to three and zero, couldn't do it. Um, bit of a fraud, would we say? He scored seventy five last week and beat me, guys. Okay, I'm I'm a just a horseshit mistake at running back away from being three and zero and Connor being one and two. He's two and one and is fourth to last in the power ranking. Just because he's a so. new guy, I'm not going easy on him. You know, he's he's a division rival now, at least for this year. Uh yeah, get get out of here with Jameis Winston, first of all. Let's pop over to your game, Dan. Uh, 93 points, like I said, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh C City going 0 and three at this point. They got issues. Yeah, the Mac Jones thing is – I'm the first to say, Scott, and I debated about this a little bit. Like, I love going with the young quarterbacks and then trying to develop them and whatever, but – or, you know, to DPM. But, yeah, Mac Jones is not not good. And I, I don't know if he's ever – well, he's going to be fine maybe, but fantasy-wise, nah, scary. I think the reality is, though, is as not good as Mac Jones is, Mac Jones is also the best rookie quarterback right now. It's crazy. All of them have been 
particularly atrocious. At least he's sometimes functional. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm questioning his decision to leave Antonio Gibson on the bench over. You know, he like he's got Mac Jones and Carson Wentz. I mean, like abandon the two QB strategy, but Antonio Gibson's pretty good, and he's he's pretty much all Washington has. So I'm not that it would have won him the week, but that's a questionable call there. I, I wonder if there's any uh, Todd and Karen in, and and now Jenna. They got three owners now. I wonder if that was a factor here. I'm, I'm surprised he- that they're playing Mac Jones too, just because they yeah. had Jacoby, who you know DFS people liked him last week as a cheap option, and you're probably going to DP Mac Jones. Good point. Great so point. Why even play him there? But which, yeah, he's he's sitting in their starting lineup right now for this week, which takes the DP away then. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, let's go to the best division uh, in the league right now, uh, Conference Two, Division Four. And we'll start with Logan. Uh, very disappointing and a huge win for Little Buff Boys to to not go zero and three in the in the division. Uh, what happened, Logan? Um, yeah, so all of my players played bad, <laughs> and then some of them didn't play, and I didn't pay attention to my lineup. So I didn't know that until after the games were playing. I mean, to be fair, if you did switch it out, you would have gotten 68 points. So, you know. So why Call it the, the best. Division? Actually, that's not true. Well, I would have had 69, which would have been very nice. There you go. Very nice. We can't just let you call it the best division. Yeah, this division actually sucks. There's one good I mean, team and three bad ones. I won't stand for that. No, it's it's this division stacked. The only problem is, is everyone's beating up on each other. And Scott, we'll get to him in a second, is ekes out a win at the last possible second that he had no business having. Um, Never a doubt. So. Uh, before we move on, I do want to point out Little Buff Boys, the franchise, has won seven straight now against NWO. NWO hasn't won since 2015. So just domination. Who, who did who who was that used to? I mean, I don't know these teams. Who is who yeah. is that? Like what was his old name? Ultimate Warriors. And, and both of these teams, I think, have had at least two, if not three, owners oh, for since sure. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the history. That's Whatever. why I there's mean, a question of, do you just start the history over at this point? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fun to look back to. Let's keep it running. You inherit let's the let's franchise. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at Paul's team, right? I think we were all surprised that he was 0-2 coming into the week. Pretty solid team overall, right? I mean... But I don't know. I, I mean, they've scored. What do they score? They scored 269 points on the year, which is of the league. Eh, yeah, they got a lot of points against, I guess. We'll give Scott that, but I don't know. I, I think the team looks pretty good. I get that we, I think we, you know, we did agree this is a pretty good division on paper, but 81 to 63 is not a good division. I don't know. I think it's it's just that I think it's 
we're going to see more of these type of weeks with, you know, 16 teams, less starters. It's, you know, it's going to be lower scoring. You're going to have those awkward weeks when you're forced to play people who you just wouldn't otherwise play. I mean, I think his team, I mean, he's the one with uh, Chubba now in yeah. McCaffrey's absence, being able to uh, step in and plug in. So that's that's huge for him. Um, but I, I'm not ready to like freak out and, and panic yet. So we will uh, we will wait and see. I'm anxious for this division, the best division, to stop beating up on each other and go out and start playing everyone else for a while. And I think that's when we'll really start to see uh, who the uh, who the top division really is in this league. And we, with that, we go to the number one in the power rankings right now, Corncod TVs, TDs, who, you know, just a convincing win, 106 to 105. Never a doubt. The defense scores 18 points for me. Dak slinging it up 30 in the fourth quarter to give you the win. Let's just call it what it was, all right? I turned it off, and then I turned it back on, and they were driving. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's still in there. Luke was not not in a good place texting me. Yeah. Um, Justin uh, Herbert actually did his job this week, so I appreciate that. And Cooper Cup, right now, no words for this MVP. He's just insane. MVP candidate in fantasy and in real. He's five TDs in three weeks. Like, get the fuck out of here, Copper Coop. (laughs) Like... I mean, who is this guy? He's almost as obscure of a story as Adam Thielen. God. I mean, you guys, got Jamal Williams on your bench. Who, yeah. It looks like Swift actually might miss this week. Wait, and because of murdering or because of injury? Maybe both. We'll see when that finally catches up to him. But yeah, yeah the, the groin injury from the murder, I think, is going to finally catch up was, to him. When he was week. running when after he <laughs> killed the guy. Yeah. Oh, You'll you'll be able to slide Jamal Williams in this week, Scott, and maybe maybe survive. I don't know. Yeah, big coaching error by taking Tim Patrick out. That would have made things a lot easier. Um, but guys, just another win, and McCaffrey went down, and I still put up 106. So this is just I don't know if we want to even play the rest of the season or I mean I'm happy just giving it to you. That's cool. I mean, there's still the dynasty fund out there for you guys. No comment. Also, Luke's team is 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 not bad. At some point uh, here, Scott, you're going to need to take back what you uh, what you said about it because it's 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 a pretty solid team. That trade was actually money for him. Gave him exactly what he needed, and he's putting up points now. And Stefan Diggs hasn't even started being good yet, so. Tight end is always going to be a battle for him, but uh, I, I think I think he's gotten a decent a decent shot here overall. We'll see Have if Kirk back yet. We'll see if Kirk. To be honest, I think Derek and I will agree that Kirk Cousins has been incredible to start the year. No chance that continues. Yeah, wait until he's out a couple weeks. Yeah, he'll have COVID soon that, enough. That fourteen day COVID, the rest of the team, and then it's over. So let's not get carried away. But yeah, Scott, I just looked ahead. You play uh, league camps this week, uh, who we just detailed, put up 75 and 60 the last couple weeks. So be fine in your first game oh, without yeah. McCaffrey. So that's a nice little scheduling uh, 
I'm projecting to lose right now. Makes sense. I mean, the projections on this site are the worst part of this site because it projects scores for guys who are actually out uh, most of the time. So we're just going to go ahead. I think it's just like fantasy pros or something. There's been guys who've been ruled out and on COVID IR that have had projected points the last couple of weeks. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah. So your win probability of 36%. I'm going to go ahead and say it's about 89. I mean, we need to like just also talk about how unlucky you are with these matchups. Like, look at these opposing teams that, uh, that, that uh, Connor has here. He's going up against the Giants, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Steelers, the Jets, <laughs> and the Carolina Panthers without their actual like good cornerback for CeeDee Lamb, then back to the Giants and then to the Falcons. Like talk about hitting the jackpot of opposing teams to have to play against. That's it's not remarkable. great. That's remarkable. Yeah. So and then I got it. I got some tough matchups, but do we really believe that Jameis is gonna outscore both Herbert and Prescott? That's what that's what the projections say. Give me a break. He's playing the Giants. Herbert's he's playing James. the Raiders. Hey, I just got done watching Jameis throw for like five touchdowns on my team here, so I'm a little jaded right now. Yeah, but you just mentioned the Panthers as a bad defense. I mean, if they're a bad defense, Jameis scored six points against them in week two. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes. Anybody, anybody want to bet against Scott in that matchup? I'll I'll take your money right now. All right, well, let's do it. All right, let's do it. What? What are you? What? Straight up, I'll take. I'll take camps. Straight up. The, Straight yeah, up. I don't need points. What's what the you, spread? What's the spread here? I mean, come on. No. Actually, let's go. What yeah. This, what is this right spread? now? We'll we'll figure out a humiliating uh, thing for. The- so I'm yeah no we're, it's I'm not I'm not giving you the nine points of these bullshit projections that you just railed against. So it's straight up. No, straight up money line. Money line bet. All right. What's the what's the wager? You name it. Uh, I don't know. We got to think of something creative. This isn't complicated, man. Just name a number. Okay. <laughs> ten, ten, ten bucks. Uh, Deal. And something humiliating on the podcast. Deal. Yeah. You can come up with whatever. I have no shame. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, me either. Wow. Wait. So Dan is taking me. I'm taking you. Yep. Fuck you, Logan. What the hell? It's not he is personal. in your division. Uh, to be fair. For the record, it's not fantasy pros, it's fantasy sharks, which is a thing. It's got to be delayed though by a couple days because it's definitely been really, really bad from a projection standpoint. But if let's be honest, if you're using MFL projections, you got other issues. I mean, most most of all, though, I'm just credit to Derek for like sitting through all of his bullshit still right now. So thanks for still hanging out with us. You know what I was doing actually? Um, so back to the best division comment, I was adding up the points per <laughs> that each team has scored in each division. So division one is actually the best division so far. One hundred and two points per week per team. Um, division four, second best division 100 points per team per week and uh divisions two and three are, are a little worse 80 88 and, <laughs> and 93 so overall if you're trying to figure out you know what's a good week um the average for the whole league is 95.8 points per week 
So this is valuable. Thank wow. you for actually providing some something relevant to this nonsense. This is important. And honestly, it lends credence to the initial gut check that we kind of had of 100 points a week feels like it should be pretty good, like solid. You should be in it. And I think that's yeah. where we're trending. Right. Yeah. 100 points is above average. Yeah. I love it. Wow. And it's I only think- going to get better, right, with buys and – Team's not actually being able to play quarterbacks. It's going to be great. It's only a matter of time before Taysom Hill goes for two hundred bucks on the waiver wire as a backup to Jameis. Hey, uh, got to be smart out there. Uh, so yeah, that's the the recap. Uh, anything else? This is. I always say we got to speed this up, and we don't. But hey, it's it's a good time. Anything else? I, I want to give Derek the last words. Any any sh- any parting shots? Any words of wisdom? Any uh, we joked earlier that you gotta you gotta pick your least favorite team or who's the worst team or you know we we need a we need a parting word from you here. Hear from you for a few weeks. I don't we, have uh, much. We got that out there. I I, I got it out for uh, primetime Paul King. He's he's my matchup this week. He's going down his uh, 362 points. I, I think some, a lot of those came in garbage time. So um, look for him to fall down the standings. We'll leave wow. it at that. You, well, thanks, for, thanks for, thanks for joining Derek. This has been, this has been the best podcast we've, we've done without a doubt. And it's probably because of Derek. So thank you, sir. I don't think you're telling the truth. No, <laughs> I am. There was a flow. There was a rhythm. Oh, great rhythm. Good. Yeah. You know, it was natural. The The conversation yeah, Derek, was good. Derek, you must be new forced. here. You must be new here. You don't realize how much Logan hates me. So any podcast that has me on it, which That's, is 99% of them, are. So that, that, is, that is not true. I, He's I, complimenting I, you, but eh, not I quite. do not hate you. I, I don't. I just, I mean. Kind of, but I just don't have the energy for it right now. We'll we'll debate that after the pod. <laughs> all right, that's all we got. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining. Good luck in week number four. <laughs>